This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. We are back. Although we are missing many of our uh, in-house regulars, Anand is busy doing some scientist stuff, so he couldn't make it. He is busy with that scientist stuff uh, for the next week as well. Arunab is on holiday. He is away to Assam, and Madhu is in Bombay. She is doing her grandmotherly duties. So we have uh, Manisha. Hello. Our brilliant correspondent. We have Ranjan. Hello. Who churned out a wonderful clothes line. We have Rajeshri Sen, who writes for us occasionally. Yes. Hello. <laughs> and <laughs> we have a special guest in celebration of striking down Section 66A of the IT Act, Apar Gupta, who is an independent advocate who represented PUCL in this entire case. Yes, along with Mr. Sanjay Parekh and Ms. <coughs> Karunanandi. And Mr. And Karuna. Karunanandi. Karuna, right. Yes. <coughs> so, um, before we get into what was hot in the news and what was not, let's get into the most exciting news of the week, at least for us, I guess, mm. which is Section 66A, or maybe I should say just for me. <laughs> so, why don't I give it to Manisha? You can give me what you thought of the coverage and you can fire your first question to Apar, who will tell us all about this battle. I thought the coverage was pretty nice hmm. uh, across the papers today. It was all front page news and a lot of nuances. The web uh, 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 outlets like Scroll and all had some really nice pieces. Um, <coughs> so I'm going to get down to straight away asking Apar questions since he's here, our special guest. Um, so I want to know how did you get involved in the case? How did it all start? So uh, we noticed about four or five people had been arrested, me and another journalist friend, Shivam. He's mm -hmm. written early articles on internet censorship, if you see from where he's come. And mm -hmm. I was also writing on it for quite Shivam some point. Which? 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 Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's early stuff on website. He's a lawyer? No, he's no, not. No, he's a journalist. journalist. Right? Oh, okay. But he knew people in PUCL. So we got talking once. He said that he'll introduce me to them. Hmm. We went to Women's Press Corp. Just tell our audience who PUCL is. It's the People's Union for Civil Liberties, which has filed uh, interventions in court for several rights which are enjoyed by all of us today. Hmm. This includes uh, rights against uh, surveillance. So the telephone tapping guidelines, which are issued under the Telegraph Act at present, which the government does obey sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they are, in fact, on PUCL's intervention. Also, yeah. other areas such as encounter killings, core human rights. So, they have uh, uh, quite an amount of history which they bring to court in terms of uh, standing up and uh, um, intervening when issues of civil rights are at stake okay. for so all of us. So, you and Shiva met PUCL? Yes. Uh, once these arrests happened? Yes. Uh, okay. But not the Shine Danda arrest. It, it was still hmm. an issue which had not clearly captured the national imagination and not became, uh, not become mainstream discourse. It was some still sensed uh, with that uh, perspective that, uh, oh, it's for people who use the net. It's for those people, right? A very small minority of people, probably affluent, and uh, probably uh, this is just an aberration. It won't happen to me even if I do use the net. So, you know, that level of immediate threat uh, or perception of it didn't actually arise till Shine Dada was arrested okay. and Shreya Single approached court. And uh, around that timeline, you also notice that Asim Trivedi was also arrested after certain cartoons were taken down. So first his cartoons were taken down, then he was arrested. I, in fact, filed an intervention application for Asim Trivedi. This is prior to PUCL getting involved. And I even argued for him the Supreme Court and he became a party. So he could take any benefit of this ruling immediately to his 
case in yes, Bombay. Yeah. And I made a very embarrassing typo also uh, because it was drafted overnight. Um, Asim's name was spelt with two S's, A-S-S-E-M. Yes, and the Asim. Chief Justice of India asked me, is it Asim or it's Asim? And I was wondering if contempt law would be slapped on me. If oh, I dear. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but uh, as, as an aside, uh, later on we noticed um, uh, PUCL also intervening, uh, Rajesh Chandrasekhar, the parliamentarian coming in. Um, Mouthshut, which is an Indian um, online review website, uh, also coming in through council, which included Sham Devan, as well as the internet rights group, uh, which is Software Freedom Law Center. But what is to also be noticed is, a lot of this groundwork has been prepared in advance for the lawyers by people who work in advocacy and research organizations, such as the Center for Internet Society, Center for Communications Governance, and there have been a lot of people who have been involved in this. In court itself, you noticed about 30 to 40 lawyers just on one side, a, a range wow. of interests, commercial, civil rights, um, and some people just making their political goals. But all of it came together in the end. That's great, I think, I mean, if the political goals go, you know, through the root of uh, freedom of speech and expression, I think that's fantastic. How many petitioners were there total? There were, were eight. 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 Okay. Uh, and out of them, seven were actively engaged in this uh, case. And for each petition, I think at a minimum, you had three to four lawyers. So how does it work? So all these petitions are clubbed into one, right? Yes, that's so correct. Does, does it ever happen? Like there was, uh, who are the lawyers? Is you? There's Karuna Nandi. There's Prashant Bhushan. Yeah, Prashant. Who else is there? Uh, Prashant Sham Devan. Sham Devan. Uh, there was KK Venugopal at one point of time. KK Venugopal. Uh, there was Shankar Narayan. Uh, Gopal Shankar Narayan. So let's say we we counted six. So, so let's say there's seven. No, the juniors are also there. So for yeah, Shreya Singhal, there was a lead uh, counsel who is Mr. Soli Surabji, who's the wow. doyen of. So, so sorry. So, okay, so I get it. So does it ever happen that all of you land up and say, "I'm not going to I'm not going to No, never. <laughs> there's this <laughs> sense of comfort we have because we appear in courts quite regularly, and at so the. So it's not there and someone said, what did I say? I could have done it. No, but there is some passive-aggressive things which do happen. You know, you can come early to court and just squat on a chair. Nobody's gonna ask you to get up and somebody if does, you turn your head. These things happen, but they're not prevalent. It doesn't, you know, generally... You can be open with us. No, I am being open and in fact, particularly... It's just us, no one else is listening. No, in particularly in this case. No, come on. So, I would say this even privately. In this case, there was a high degree of camaraderie amongst counsel. Uh, so, uh, as soon as the union government used to give us a copy of their written submissions and they filed plenty of them. Um, Manali Singhal's office used to scan it and she had one of those really nice scanning machines which also compresses the scan size to about 2 MB or 3 MB. Uh, you could ask her and she would email it to the other councils as well. So there was a lot of you were helping each other out. Yes. Okay. And, um, when there was this entire jhund of a little mob of lawyers appearing <laughs> It's called battery. It's called battery. It's called a battery of lawyers. Which I don't know. <laughs> the lawyers I've encountered, the word mob comes They're to mob mind. <laughs> what about the other side? Like, I'm actually feeling bad for the government. There used to be this one solicitor general alone, well, 12 of you stared him down. Is that no, uh, uh, so... Um, 
we should also view it from the perspective about the power of the state. He is representing mm-hmm. the state, and in terms of uh, <laughs> no, all, no, all legislation has constitutionality. Oh, so it's not allowed to beat each other. No. <laughs> 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 this is one like what I thought it would be. Not in court, but maybe the parking lot. <laughs> no, never, never, never. Uh, and uh, to his credit, also Mr. Mehta presented uh, his arguments with a with a with a sense that. Uh, uh, of fairness, you know, uh, he took the vote through precedent and he didn't misconstrue it. He didn't uh, try to use any kind of tactics which may be used by more disreputable lawyers. He conducted himself very well. Of course, the problem which has now arisen is that the government itself is saying that they supported the petitioners in court, mm, which, yeah, is, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is which is which is incorrect. As per counter affidavits filed, uh, they have uh, re- they have opposed all prayers by all petitioners, and they have asked for the full threshold of 66A to be maintained as it was. It was only when troubling questions were put to them, they would concede uh, to a certain degree and say, if the court, if the court holds that 66A is not good law we are prepared to go back and come out with guidelines to water it down. So it was as if they agreed it is good law one. And secondly, if there is a problem, then give us the opportunity to fix it. We want to still keep it, you know? Mm. So it's a stretch for them to now justify it. At some point we we should do a long form on this, you know, how this battle was won. Because there are many more to come, like that 69, is that the one? 69A, so interestingly, 69A, which was the website blocking provision, it was challenged in principle by Prashant Bhushan and after about 15 minutes of arguments were certain uh, were certain uh, exchanges with the bench where Justice Narman pointed out the uh, uh, problems with challenging the provision and the power of website blocking itself. Mr. Bhushan conceded and he didn't press his challenge with respect to the blocking power itself. For PUCL, the blocking power was challenged was not challenged, only the way it was implemented was challenged. And there were only two petitions which went on uh, website blocking. One was Prashant Bhushan's petition and the second was PUCL's uh, petition. So what also happened was, and this is what I would like to say, is that Shreya Singhal started out with 66A, Hmm. which was one Mm -hmm. provision of law only. And thereafter, others latched on to an opportunity, seeing that the court was wanting to comment widely on the censorship and the chilling effect of law online. So after that, you notice intermediaries rules yeah. being challenged. And so 79 subs- is Yes, so 79 and the intermediaries. Yeah. 79 is uh, the, the intermediaries. Inter- right? intermediaries. Party intermediaries. That, you know. And subsequent to that, the blocking power. Uh, just for our viewers, intermediaries are uh, any, you know, the review sites or Facebook or Facebook, or yes. YouTube yeah. and all. Yeah. yeah, all these where their content isn't their own. They're just providing a platform where we upload the content. So they are also uh, uh, on the hook for any yes. damaging uh, that. Essentially, appears. they're not liable, but the way the law was phrased, it incentivized uh, any uh, XYZ person to complain against any content. Uh, just a cat picture, which is frowning, and I'm a cat person. I really like cats, and they should own. I don't like grumpy cat. And if I send that notice to Facebook, uh, and uh, Facebook would have an incentive to take it down, because it would be exempt from any liability okay. if it right. would take it down. And the law itself was so vaguely framed, it allowed me to send such frivolous complaints complaints to Facebook. Blocking was a little different. Well, that's fantastic. First of all, thank you so much. And everybody else who worked on this, those who are named, those who are not named, hopefully we'll do a longer form on this. Um, I'll just quickly uh, start off. I think the Indian Express's front page on this was fantastic. But I didn't get the headline. Yeah, it's the same. What is this? Quote Supreme? Yeah, so 
what court supreme and they haven't they put the court there so no supreme court hota na ek ha understood understood court so so why not supreme court then i'm just but below that should be the court yeah they they've cut out the court Have the section the court. Court. Yeah, so either put the court <laughs> that is saying <laughs> is it <laughs> 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 no, you, okay see now, now the, the uh, <laughs> for those of you who haven't seen the supreme uh, the indian express headline the front page is in really big bold headline is court as in q u o t e supreme and under that the section 66 says sending offenses has been scratched out yeah so th- so what don't you get the i'll tell you basically it is that the supreme court mm. is the supreme court do you understand what i'm saying matlab <laughs> it's really bad i think it's a very bad i, I, I don't think it's a sort of clever. headline no. my father would have come up i would then then if i choose this headline and i go with the court that says it's been scrapped that is the supreme court you know no what you is this like no, old court and you're like yeah. what i'm saying is this is saying court supreme <laughs> that means the court is supreme but they have also said the court is supreme where they have cut out the court that is not do you get it it also could uh, be that they are quoting the supreme court no if you explain so okay, much is what do you think he <laughs> thinks Mr. that this Gupta, is rubbish <laughs> doesn't uh, it's, for you it's outside my area of expertise abar <laughs> <laughs> so, is not taking a good lawyer you will not comment on this you guys uh, but yeah i like the front page quite a bit i thought it was very nice and uh, i like this story about um, Uh, everybody loves 66 in uttar pradesh <laughs> almost one case in every two days that story is by who that's by shamlal yadav shamlal he is actually very good he used to be the indian mm. today i think at one point in time and he got an award for the amount of stories he had done uh, using rti and what about you yeah, again he's filed an rti and he's figured yeah, this out he's an rti expert shamlal yeah, yadav yeah. he's actually very uh, good uh, journalist huh. did you have a lot of cases um, from up Uh, we had two cases. One was Taslima Nasreen's case, where the police filed a closure report as soon as it reached the Supreme Court. <laughs> so they said the case is no longer there. <laughs> Essentially, that is what it meant. <laughs> Don't come down hard on us. And the second one was um, the recent one, um, the Azam Khan's, uh, uh, yeah, with the boy. On on that, proceedings are still going on, uh, and the court will uh, supervise that. So uh, because there are other offences that. Play beyond 66A as well. Yeah, I think that was funny because he was on NDTV. Um, I think two nights. I mean, when the yeah. verdict was overturned, and Barka was very, you know, proud. There's no more fear on the internet because 66A. And so she asked him. She said, "Are, are you scared anymore now?" And he said, "Yes, I'm still scared." Because Azam Khan, because 66A, who ya na ho. See, um, still, it's. <laughs> Okay, I'll make a politically incorrect comment. Hmm. Okay, if some so if somebody's buffaloes run away from them, I would hmm. I would be afraid yeah. of that man as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rajshree, what do you think? I thought Min did a very good job. Like they were, but then they do do it quite often. But uh, as any news event happens mm. they are very quick mint to yeah so mint's reporters were throughout uh, in present in the supreme court throughout the hearings yeah. secondly their they're reporters so then times now i don't believe that yeah yeah they are oh. more balanced <laughs> and they are faster that's easy. and it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the reporters have a law degrees all um, a yeah. lot of them are from premier national law schools uh so they are co law students as opposed to journalism or liberal so arts students so you understand what they are reporting yeah. on which you got when you were reading it mm. like there's a lot of even though i followed what's been happening 
there's a lot of the legality of it. Like still, there's something called there's a Kerala police yes. act yeah. which I can still get arrested under, right? Because of anticipation no, no, they, of no, doing. No, they struck down. They struck down that. Down. So Obviously, they men have, didn't do a very good job. <laughs> oh, I didn't pay enough attention, but I was saying what a good job they did. No, they, theirs is one of the most detailed and very well explained. Okay. It's not dumbed down, but they explain it very well and they had like consistent reporting on it. Yes. They haven't flagged and I didn't know that the journalists have law degrees. Yes. Things we learn from you. <laughs> so Mint, my vote goes to Mint for best coverage. And I didn't think HD was really good. That's what I was looking really? at when you said it I was really everything was on the front page. When you look at HD, because they've India sold half their page. No, they've sold half their page to Sensodyne. So that's gone. Toothpaste. Yeah. There's a model telling us he's a doctor hmm. and that it will cause a sensation in my teeth. But uh, so a quarter page is on the what's happened with your section 66A and the rest is of course on that German jet crashing. So HD didn't think it was very mm. important and then you go to page 6 for the rest of the... So but they didn't have a mention on the front page No, they did, all? but it's just this small. It's that's, this. That's sad. Hmm. I would think that journalists would be a lot more excited yeah. about this because this can be the first step towards a bigger battle on... That's true. So from what we've seen from the Supreme Court in the last 30 to 40 years, it's not taken a very assertive position with respect to holding provisions of law unconstitutional because they uh, conflict with freedom of speech mm. and expression. This has really broken tradition. Yeah. So that's fantastic. I think maybe you should just go in for the kill and try to, you know, get this reasonable restriction also removed. Any uh, it may, it may, uh, no, reasonable restrictions in my view uh, will be very, very tough to challenge in court. Oh, it uh, is well depended. Yeah, but um, and even an amendment to them uh, at this point of time, I don't know how desirable that will be. Uh, much more short term strategic goals which can work out is criminal defamation. Something yeah. for which journalists are hold up all the time. Mm -hmm. And the lone petitioner in this, uh, in this uh, battle, unfortunately at this point, is Mr. Subramaniam Swami. I would oh, urge, huh? yes, on which the Supreme Court has issued notice. He's what, the lone petitioner against criminalizing defamation? Uh, uh, challenging, oh. challenging section 499 of the Indian Penal Code. Which criminalizes defamation. Yes, correct. Well, good for him, yeah. Uh, but he has the most problems. <laughs> No, why? Uh, Apar is making a face that disagrees with me. Why? Because uh, I would state that uh, Mr. Swam. Uh, <laughs> his, uh, his support, it's not out of his support for liberal values, one. Secondly, he uses his court litigations to further his personal politics, which are incredibly problematic and communal. Hmm. And third, other organizations by themselves uh, when they do join the litigation, if they do join the litigation, will throw up a cross-section of interests which will show a wider effect as opposed to just communal speeches which result in a defamation suits. Fair enough, but what I'm saying is even if he's doing this so that he can make more communal speeches and for his personal gain, yeah, that's what I'm Chana saying. No, I, I, so my problem is not with him approaching court. My problem is he's the only one before court that's at this sure. time. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think so that strategically can mm -hmm. be a very good goal now for building further alliances, which we have seen now so in Shriya Do you Singhal. think it's too much to expect maybe you, Karuna, uh, Mr. Swami and Prashant to appear together? Would, am I expecting too much? <laughs> and can we all hold hands and sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> no physical no. contact. <laughs> <laughs> 
quoting from your interview, uh, he goes by a very uh, high Sanskritic tradition. Na? If he uh, uh, argues with me and he wins, then I have to be converted to his point of view, right? Ah, you have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so I'm just scared. But at least that, you don't you know, look like an axe. <laughs> exactly. You don't have a beard. So automatically he accepts you. Yeah, honestly. He has a problem with I would say that I don't agree with his politics at all. लेकिन अगर इस मुद्दे पर बात जम रही है तो जम ले दो यार मतलब हाँ ठीक है वैसे यार मोर टॉपिक्स होते हैं पिज़्ज़ा यार माय टू बिट्स ओके कम ऑन राजश्री एंड रंजन एंड अपार फील फ्री टू जंप इट एट एनी पॉइंट वे आर गोइंग टू बी डिस्कसिंग ऑल द अदर स्टफ दैट न्यूज़ आल्सो कवर्ड and i also have one little bit on ml sharma that i want to talk about but i'll come in at that point okay at any point ha uh, huh. go ranjan you haven't shared with us what all you liked and didn't like um, you've done 66 so, the rest uh, are we sticking to 66 there or no any okay talk. so uh, leak one you passed away yeah um and i thought there were a lot of really nice pieces on it hmm. uh, most of them eulogized him as this heroic brilliant man and he was brilliant in his own way sure but uh, there was a really nice piece in politico that said that essentially eulogizing him as this great guy was to relegitimize well pretty much like dictatorship sort of politics mm-hmm. because he was a very um well autocratic sort sure. of person in his own way so i thought that was a really nice piece um apart from that uh, Still trying to prove to you that sports journalism is journalism. Yeah, uh, I didn't say it isn't. Hmm. Hmm. You just um, made a face. Yeah, you just made a face. Okay. So um, <laughs> there was a brilliant piece after the Australia versus Pakistan match called Wahab versus Watson: The Fury and the Folly, and it chronicled 30 minutes of such intense cricket. And the author Andrew Fidel Fernando has done a brilliant job of encapsulating that in an article. You really. Feel like you're reliving that aggression. I mean, that I, I read that. Um, I think Arunab, the cricket lover, had posted it with the comment, "A piece almost as intense as the spell." Yeah. Which it yeah. was about the spell of that bowler yeah. who bowls very fast, yeah. and he was mm-hmm. bowling on that other white guy's body and stuff. Yeah. I, I, and I read that piece purely because Ar- Arunab, and um, no, I mean anyway. <laughs> okay. So that was you're inherently opposed to anything cricket. Or no, I'm not opposed to anything. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Do you know Kamli's son is called Jesus? Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which means he's the he's the um, which means uh, he's the father of God or uh, he's God? Because oh no, he's the son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamli God. Yeah, which not Tandulkar. Yeah. Now you're gonna get trolled. Revenge. <laughs> so that so those two are the your picks for the week. Yeah. You think? Okay. No, I think it was very intense piece, but I think it was a bit melodramatic. No, I mean, um, I but maybe cricket is. I watched it in the office <laughs> while we were supposed to be working, uh-huh. uh, and it, it was genuinely a very Where very intense. Where was I? You were <laughs> not watching cricket. Okay. <laughs> okay. Making sure news laundry continues. Okay. So um, it, it was very intense. I mean, everyone who was here was. Riveted. I mean, it was. Wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Rajshri, what what do you think? Uh, I think nothing of the cricket. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> Guardian has this lovely campaign which they've started, mm-hmm. which they also announced it very nicely, unveiled it very nicely on site. It's called Keep It in the Ground campaign, which they've started against fos- uh, fossil fuel. Mm. So uh, it's a campaign asking Bill and Melinda Gates Trust and the Wellcome Trust, mm. which has uh, which is. Both are philanthropic 
thr- uh, trust hmm. they have a lot of money invested in companies which are doing coal <coughs> oil gas they exploration bb and shell yeah hmm. and uh, so guardian has started a campaign telling them to start divesting in these companies because the amount of uh, gas being gas coal oil being explored is three times as much as we should be burning Mm-hmm. and uh, it was excellently done the campaign so when you logged on to their site they had a oil spill on your page and it wasn't intrusive and uh, even the edit piece that alan rusbridge wrote was mm-hmm. so i take good. it that the, the banner ad on guardian that week was in shell or exxon no so uh, guardian in fact is doing they said and just in case people ask that mm-hmm. we are telling bill and melinda gates trust and welcome trust to do this but what is guardian doing because we have our own investments in these companies we are divesting all our wow great uh, so we are putting our money where our mouth guardian is really does does some pretty and they've got their new woman <coughs> yeah, yeah. editor which yeah, i have a problem with the cover on that because hmm. uh it's her qualification isn't that she's a woman that's like it is? Or, that's because all the yeah. coverages guardian gets his first female editor so oh she's so, the first female editor yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but then it is something to be I, all it's i'm not, not saying like getting uh, women are being allowed to vote for the first time or something no, it's a really little victories too i think i also i don't think once you do it in india for the first dalit editor yeah it's something to say right a female and dalit is no, very different same, no but even it's female different. editors add okay we already i don't know i don't think so i think that it makes you realize that yes you are a second class citizen but see you've managed to make no, it no i don't think that's, that's how i view no. it yeah, but I that's what supposed to for example like i like let's say there was a woman pope <laughs> at some point i'm just say like <laughs> let's say you know elizabeth there was apparently did ranjan was now going to put in holy water she didn't give birth to anyone ranjan is our only christian house this table expert catholic mm. by yeah. birth okay <laughs> so no, i'm just saying so i'm just saying that if there was like a first anything that like for example i'd gone to the school lovedale um, huh. i was shooting there a couple of years ago uh, lawrence lovedale Uh, no Lawrence Hooty whatever it's in Uttarakhandalam huh. and it's a fantastic campus is beautiful and they it's a, you know church christian school jo bhi kehte hain missionary school and they've only had fathers 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 in that entire you know where they have since it was founded it's really old 18 something it was founded the father 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 and then there was this lady principal when i went the first one was a mother superior no i don't know mother superior jo bhi kehte hain lekin it was there okay ha huh. so it was i think a big deal because it everyone has to change how they have been anyway i think it's a big deal anyway okay so i don't i think mm-hmm. that she is there for but with the garden thing again which we've spoken about i saw you in the first post you trashed barkha's uh this thing of deepika and yeah, i'm assuming as usual you were unfair and very mean but of course I, because I, how could i possibly be fair oh yeah but uh, so the deepika thing okay one sec before yeah. you go yeah. you guys I see the show like the yeah, yeah, yeah i, I did, quite like the show yeah. you like the show i was skeptical from the start because it's deepika padukon but no she seems are you skeptical as, as you think it was because of pk piku uh, I, I, thought, I, was, <coughs> I, I thought it was very opportunistically timed. Hmm. Why is um, there no movie releasing? Doesn't Her first trailer is releasing today, but I don't know if it's oh. connected. Anyway, that maybe you do. Huh, so I mean, I'm generally very cynical, and hmm. uh, so that's the way I saw it. But did you think Rajshree's piece on it was too harsh, or 
A, l- a little bit, but then that's Rajshree. <laughs> <laughs> Manisha, you were saying? No, but I didn't criticize Deepika. Hmm. I yeah, thought Deepika was yeah, yeah. excellent. She was not maudlin. She was not emotional. She, she was cried. very... She was, I believe she, she cried. She cried two drops of... That's emotional. You know, one uh, thing, but Barkha seemed like Barkha was going to, like Barkha was doing an Oprah, which I find very odd because you're a serious journalist. It's a very serious thing. A serious journalist thing. can't feel emotional. You you shouldn't be carrying on telling her that when the woman has come over there and she said right in the beginning, Deepika and her mother both said, we don't think it's a big deal to talk about it. We are doing it because if even one person can be helped, mm. that's why we are doing it. And mm. she asked the mother again that, weren't you afraid that your daughter will talk about it and she'll get ostracized? So the mother said, no, I wasn't. So that's over, right? You've asked that question, you move on. Every 15 minutes, without exaggeration, Barkha would come back to that. So, aren't you scared that people will look at you with scorn? Aren't you? Which and also the questions were more about her being a celebrity but who's okay, talking just, about just it. point of view across that if you thought that Deepika was so good in mm-hmm. what she did, would you not give some credit to the person conducting the interview, which is why it came out so well? I'm not saying Barkha made a fool of herself. It was far from that. But, but I think Deepika would have just spoken. She would. She knew what she wanted to say. She was very clear that this is what I want to say. This is what happened to me. This is how I dealt with it. Mm. And this is why I'm doing it. She had her messages down pat. Because that 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 got a lot of uh, appreciation all over. Everyone was talking about. It. I never watched it, but. I was but I think the appreciation was more for the fact that Deepika came out and said it because I think it's a very big deal that a celebrity at her stage in life will come out and talk about being clinically yes. depressed, which isn't even considered an illness in mm. India and won't be told that don't give her a film. And also the stories written about you that yeah. you're depressed because somebody left you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. just get some exercise, wake up on time. Yeah, things and like she that. said that. She said the yeah. things that you. These are the gharelu nuskhas of you know India. Uh, families like to like cure a lot of yeah. things ki bhai depressed hai koi nahi chalo thode joke woke suna do theek ho jayega aur इंटरव्यू because uh, of barkha so let's move on from this interview what are the other things that are worth mentioning anyone has anything else before we move back to the lawyer uh, i really liked uh, this piece by g sampat in mint mm-hmm. on the death of perumal uh, perumal murugan the writer mm-hmm. huh. and i really like the fact that it was not newsy at all he wrote this piece simply to remind us that this happened and let's not forget and in this context he writes this uh, you know very nice line where he says that even as liberal defenders of free speech are ever ready to get into condemnation mode over the next silencing it is vital that every one of the already silenced remain active in public mer- memory at least so long as the space for free speech and dissent continues to shrink god forbid that we one day start speaking of free speech casualties in quantitative terms like we do for instance with farmers suicide mm. 
just numbers, no names. Nice. So I, th I was a very well, and he details the entire uh, sequence of events, what happens in the protests, how the state played an active role yeah. in silencing him, and how he finally said, okay, I don't want to get into this, I'm just going to withdraw as a writer. So I think it was very, very beautifully written. So and nice that he brought it up at a time where nobody was talking about him. It was not in the news, it already happened. There's, uh, it was in the news while I was coming uh, here. There's a 94-year-old Canada writer who has just got arrested at the press for conference for correcting for the correcting chief the chief minister. I just saw it, that he was dragged out from the okay. press conference. Hmm. So those are two or three of the good things. I just want to point out that one um, bit which really, uh, I thought was a Zabardasti piece. It is in the business standard, which in a, in a way is good, it just takes the contrarian view because no one else is taking that view, so which is a good thing, someone should do it, but sometimes it just comes out looking really clumsy, which is by someone called Surbhi Agarwal, that why scrapping 66A may not be in India's best interests. And she said right outside, at the outset that this is a very difficult position to take at this point of time, and this came out yesterday. So but, uh, uh, Explain me this. Should a position be taken merely because it's contrarian for the benefit of it being contrarian? No, I don't think it should. I think you should believe it. It should come from a position of passion. Yes. But I think it is, uh, there is no harm. I wouldn't do it. Okay. But if a newspaper, and I'm guessing they do it just because they have to, because too, too often business standard will have this one piece, everyone's saying now there's a south. Why but, but just? No, but I, I also agree to a certain degree if the best case is so clumsy. I've not read the piece, hmm. but if you are going by your words, if it's clumsy hmm. and that's the best case possible which has been put forward, it shows the law doesn't have merit. Exactly. I completely agree. So I just thought yeah. this piece, it, I, I mean, I won't say whether it's, I, I don't want to be too harsh on the piece because I understand that they just want to put a counter view. But I just think there were a couple of things that are wrong in it. Like she says that once 66A goes, that there will be no legal recourse to things like threatening through SMS and phishing, you know, which is when those No, th this is completely incorrect. There exactly. There are distinct offenses for both. And, and for fraud, if someone says deposit so much money in bank account, mm. you get a million dollars and they don't, I don't know what a 66-8 of fraud is. There are distinct offenses. So I just thought it should have been a little better researched. And uh, since you guys keep saying that I don't follow cricket and all that, just to prove <laughs> that I do, I think this Amitoj guy on NDTV, uh -huh. uh, he's a really good sports journalist. I'd like to hear what you think, Ranjan, since you follow it so much. Uh, full disclosure, he's a friend of mine in the sense he's too young to be a friend, but uh, we used to play football together. So uh, he's, as in he's in his early 20s, I'm very 40. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, in the sense that we, could, we didn't hang out together because <laughs> there's the age difference between us. <laughs> because he was in years. kindergarten when but you were in college. But uh, I mean, as an adult, we have played football together, but I think he. I love how he covers it, A, because a journalist who's having good time doing what he's doing and smiling is good. He really knows his stuff. He knows the sport because he's a sportsman and I know he's a really gifted cricketer. And he makes me want to watch even if I'm not interested in cricket. What do you think, Ranjan? You watch cricket. Um, do you know I what I'm talking about, first of all? <coughs> yeah. Amitoj, NDTV, yeah. Sodi. Hmm. So, I mean, he's good, but they make him do a lot of fluff as well. So, I mean, I keep seeing him, his face on TV, surrounded by 20 fans shouting, won't give it back, won't give it back. <laughs> what? So that's won't not give it back Won't give it back. What won't they so give back? That, exactly. World Cup. So the World Cup. The World Cup. The World Cup. Oh, the, the World they won't give it back. The World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Try, so they lose, no? Yeah. So, so, I mean, in that sense, uh, sometimes I find it slightly upsetting when I see him because I just automatically assume that what's coming next is 
you know two people on the side of the street going india india but he does some he does some nice reports i think it's a it's a hell of a lot better than what headlines today does um which is they send anyone random to go do it and these people are completely clueless and they're just standing there you know hoping for a good bite and their opinions are quite pathetic but ndtv's main sports journalist is nikhil naz uh and i find him quite boring okay so yeah i don't think he has that presence hmm. may have the information there's uh, one more thing which i think is quite uh, remarkable which has happened esmitra kalita has gone from being quartz editor to being the managing editor of la times and it's wow. after a long time that someone has gone from the online space back to print and it's confirmed right yeah you which is why i checked no which is why i checked that it's already happened okay. because like Raju Nadesetti and all who are now with uh, this chap Murdoch and mm. uh, all have been talking about it because it's such a big move for her to do because she'd come back to head Quartz India and set it up and to go and it's LA Times and it's the main newspaper and that is just brilliant like whether you're female or a male if mm. you do that as an editor it is wonderful absolutely ji alle to jana is always vadiya ji alle is everybody everyone wants to go uh, okay now we come back to the legal aspect um <clears throat> i read a piece today and this i'm asking mr gupta advocate gupta yes uh, <laughs> and if you call him advocate he'll charge no okay. <laughs> so, not really so <laughs> i i read a small piece uh, regarding ml sharma who was in defense uh, for the rip, the, the boys uh, who you know yeah. did that design yeah, yeah. and there's some move of the supreme court bar association who to revoke his license to practice no to bar his entry to the supreme court wow okay now you know that's independent from revocation of his license which is already under consideration now i just want to ask you i mean we'll do a more informed story but since we have yes. you here yes that I uh I've done an interview with him it was shocking the kind of views he has I of course completely disagree with what he says just like I disagree with what Subramanyam Swami says but I agree with Subramanyam Swami he should be allowed to say whatever ridiculous things he has to say I agree with you on that So under what law can they take away this guy's livelihood just because they don't like his primitive thought process because i know a lot of people with a very primitive so, thought uh, process should all of them not so, be allowed to do what so they so i've do? had a lively debate with people over the past 2 3 weeks of india's daughter i hold the view that in a multicultural society even regressive voices are permitted uh, and we should concentrate on the social mobility of people from these groups and secondly we should also concentrate on the ability of such people to cause violence and fear secondly coming to the special legally how can they stop him there's no textual basis in law there is no law under which this is being sought they have filed a petition before the supreme court of india and even if you read the extracts of this petition which is put up on legally india hmm. uh, which is run by kian gans hmm. the petition extends a perception of threat by which it stated that the statements made by ml sharma on india's daughter are specific to women lawyers but so they aren't they aren't so so there I is a level of factual inaccuracy even present there secondly with respect to revocation of his bar license not only in terms of permitting regressive voices in society but also to the level where lawyers hold 
deeply problematic opinions which conflict with major, majoritarian voices. For instance, Mr. Bhushan has publicly gone on record stating that Kashmir should be given the option of a plebiscite. Right, right. That's his personal opinion. Right. If you bring in, and clearly that conflicts with how existing uh, legal, uh, we don't allow maps to even draw the, uh, the, the actual area we have under control. So right. in that respect, if you make the bar council's jurisdiction um, uh, and extend it to the personal opinions of a lawyer, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people would be at a risk of losing their exactly. license to practice and, and, law. And, and so I wider think it, risks are present. It's, it's a slippery slope. It's a dangerous uh, precedence to set up. I mean, see, so the best way. This is what I propose to deal with. The best way to uh, deal with M L Sharma is first to go after structural reforms. Why do district courts in India not have um, uh, sexual harassment committees? Why did the Delhi High Court only set one up one year back? Why did the Supreme Court only set it three years back? But that is sexual harassment. If a guy has a view like that you can you know not talk to him you can mock him you can make fun of yes. him you can you can social uh, you ridicule know. is a very important you can tool. ridicule him and secondly you can't stop a man from earning his livelihood because you don't like how he thinks that's very dangerous i don't think so he earns a livelihood in the supreme court since he appears in public interest litigations but beyond that i would again state it's problematic it should have a basis in law which is clearly articulated so it can be discussed right you just can't uh, you know, to assuage a certain sentiment which is popular at this point of time. Haan, exactly, <coughs> it is dangerous. What do the ladies think? You, I, you think? You I think don't think it makes uh, sense because What does make sense? To disallow him? Disallow him because he he's made the mistake of voicing the opinion. One yeah. is that, are you saying that therefore all the other people who have their licenses not revoke, don't carry these views, there's no way of saying that. It just doesn't make sense, the entire uh, way it's being done and why it's being done. That because he has regressive views and he said it. That's, so many people have That's unhealthy, views. it's scary. It what do you think, Manisha? Sense. No, I don't think it makes sense either. I think social ridicule, like you said, I think that's, that's as far as we should go. And Stopping him from entering or filing PILs in the Supreme He filed a PIL uh, where he alleged and attributed motives to a, a young intern who leveled sexual harassment charges against uh, the former judge of the Supreme Court of India, uh, Justice uh, Ganguly. He used similar language. He stated that uh, it was motivated by corporate interests without any uh, substantiation basis. or basis in fact. He's a. See, and so if then, he, then, he, then does it make sense because no, he's being irresponsible no, no, in the no. way he. So that petition was not actually filed because he got to know what was going to happen. So, uh, if he had filed that petition, then court could have put him in contempt for making those uh, mm -hmm. uh, statements. But at this point of time, his statements on India's daughter are his personal view. Mm. Yeah. They are regressive. <laughs> we should all condemn and ridicule him. And yeah, but that will undercut the legitimacy he has. Exactly. I think that is also against yeah, yeah. free speech. And I just think it was ironic on the day when the front page was, you know, 66 is struck down deep inside, tucked away was that this is one guy who has really a bizarre point of view and it's ridiculous and it's horrible and should be condemned, but he is... One, one short anecdote, when the decision was being pronounced in section 66A, front row because the hearing of the uh, NGAC challenges was right after NGAC it. Uh, the new uh, uh, judicial accountability and selection uh, bill which is now uh, not being notified how judges will be appointed all of that so ML Sharma as usual has rushed to the Supreme Court first 
okay uh, cut copy pasting five six newspapers from uh, uh, news reports which all of you guys have put together so well okay <laughs> not lawyers so, <laughs> right so but anyways and this is what he was saying he was saying that people have started an online campaign against me they are vilifying me and 60, section 66a should not go oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> No, baby, that ship has sailed. <laughs> little, little, little did he not realize that if it, uh, uh, if the section was still there, there was a good chance he'd be in. He'd yeah, be yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> so, so, chalo, it's the, the the Lord and lawyers move in mysterious ways. Uh, we have a bounce. Yeah, yeah. We have a bounce. So, thank you all for joining us on NL Hafta. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully, with full strength. Until then. If you feel like, do support us, support an independent media, because an independent media works in public interest, a corporate funded media works in corporate interest. The choice is yours. Thank you for joining us. Thank you all. Goodbye. And good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.